God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. See, now we can do church as usual. Or we can flow with the Holy Spirit. And there's some people, you came into this house and you came with a bunch of worry. <laughs> I'm not speaking to your situation. I'm speaking to worry. And I command worry to get off of you. I, I said I command worry to get off of you. Nothing is impossible to them that those who are watching I'm telling you right now there's impact that's occurring right now. Nothing is impossible to them that I'm going to say it again. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. Nothing is impossible to them that believe. Worry, get off of them. Worry, get off of them. Worry, get off of them. Worry, I dismiss you right now. Anxiety, I dismiss you right now. And so, the Lord told me, he said, <laughs> He said, does that bother you? I was thinking about something. And the Lord said, how are you going to let that bother you? Do you know who you are? Why is that bothering you? I, I, I'm talking about when, when you're a man of faith and God is saying am I not the God of the turnaround or are you living your life based on what you see right now I, I never meant for you to live your life based on what you see I meant for you to live your life based on what I said. But we live in a physical world. And the world impacts us. There's an impression made upon you. 
by your environment. And God is saying, are you going to let your environment stop your elevation? Oh, Jesus. Would you learn how to handle things around you? Would, would you learn how to handle things around you? I want you to be seated. Now, I didn't plan on, but somebody, I'm not going to let her off the hook for this. <laughs> Start prophesying. Now, when you have been given authority, you really don't get to play with it. Jesus. See, some of us, we, we play the wrong way. Yeah. I'm a jokester too. I like to play. But at the end of the day, when God has placed an anointing on your life, what you say is critically important to what is formed. And so even though we would like to be loose with our words, God helps us to understand that our words matter. Yeah. Our, our words matter. When there's an oil on you and you start speaking, please be advised that those words will impact you and your environment. So I don't play broke. I don't joke around with that. I, I, I ain't trying to get pity from nobody because I understand that when I start speaking, when I start moving, when I start doing things, even if I'm playing, it has an impact on my mind. Not just my mind, but my matter. Things that are around me. And so there are just certain things that I, I don't play about. I don't play about being sick. You'll never hear me joke about being sick. Because again, I understand the power of what I speak. And I was, I want to share this story with you all because I, I know that it is, it's significant. Is significant. I want to share this. And I know it's going to touch somebody who's watching right now. I was left back twice in elementary school. And I began to grow tall. And when you grow tall, and everybody else around you is short, it has an impact on you. It has an impact on you. And I can remember myself crouching over 
as a young man to fit the size of my class. To fit the size of my class because genetically I had something in me that would not keep me the size of my class. And sometimes, depending on who you are around, they will make fun of you because you're bigger than they are. Oh, Jesus. You got to learn how to be big even if your class don't like it. I'm going to say that again. You got to learn how to be big even if your class don't like it. So, I learned how to play small. I, I learned how to play small. Playing small <laughs> when God made me big. Playing small when God said, no, nah, you, you, you're not going to be that height. But what happens is this. We often want to fit in with our class. I said, Lord, thinking about this, I said, for years, I struggled with my height because I wasn't supposed to, I want you to hear me, I wasn't supposed to be in that grade. Jesus. Oh, I was never supposed to be in that grade and people in my class didn't understand I'm really not supposed to be with y'all. Jesus. And, and no matter what you say to me, you can't stop what God called me to be. And even though I'm crunched over trying to look like I'm you, I'm not you. I'm trying to look like you, but I'm not you. We're not the same. This can have a, you can be seated. The psychological, psychological impact of 
trying to be small because you're afraid to be big has long-lasting effects. The, the effects of spending your time trying to be small, trying to not stand out in the line. Everybody going to lunch and here's this tall dude in the midst of a class that is short. I'm in the line. I'm in the line. And I'm standing there and I'm looking around. And I'm shrinking. Shrinking because I'm uncomfortable with standing out. Shrinking because I'm uncomfortable with standing out. I even begin to say to myself, I hope I don't grow no more. I'm talking about a conversation I was having with myself. I hope I don't grow no more. Because if I don't grow no more, maybe they won't know that I have been left back twice. You play childish and you dumb yourself down because of what other people thought about you. The reality is, my genius could not be measured by their assessments. The reality is, my genius could not be measured by their assessment. It wasn't me that failed, their test failed. They, their test could not capture what God had placed on the inside of me. See, I don't want you to miss this because some of you, you've downgraded yourself because they assessed you wrong. The system failed. You didn't. Ah, Jesus. See, see, the school system failed because they didn't have an assessment that could measure my genius. You gave everybody the same test. <laughs> but I am God's peculiar. You gave me their test and then tried to make me think that I wasn't brilliant based on your failed assessment. Jesus. 
Oh my God. Now where are the people at that been judged by a system that couldn't really identify your greatness? Where are the people that have been through that? If you've been through something similar, maybe, maybe it was a job and, and, and they put you through a test and then they told you, well, you didn't pass the test so you don't get the job. And you're like, but wait a minute. There's something on the inside of me that cannot be measured by a multiple choice test. There's something on the inside of me that, that cannot be graded by your test. The Lord said, it wasn't you. It was them. They missed it. They missed it. Now, for those that need Bible, David. David was assessed by his daddy. He did not understand the greatness of God on the inside of him. So he didn't even invite him uh, when it was time for Samuel to anoint the next king. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes people just don't have the ability nor the capacity to draw up an assessment that measures your anointing. See, they didn't understand that it wasn't just you, but God had smeared you with something to compensate you for the rejection that you experienced in your life. Now, where are the people at that got an anointing on them that made up for what people didn't give them? Oh, Jesus. I dare you to just give God some praise. I dare you to praise him. Oh, I'm about to stand up. I'm about to stand up straight. And it don't matter what nobody say about my size anymore. Okay, 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Okay, so can we talk about this just a little bit more? Pastor Mickey, you did this. This is what messed me up. In high school, Dr. J showed up at the high school. I was at special high school. Yeah. 
special high school for kids that act up a little bit. <laughs> and, and, and so they asked Dr. J to come and you know he was we had everybody come Evander Holyfield it was all kind of people showing up trying to <laughs> come on y'all talk to the kids <laughs> would y'all talk to these kids here <laughs> calling it stars. Now, this messed me up. Dr. J came to the high school. And when he came to the high school, I was standing in the gym and I saw the doctor. Dr. J. The high fly. He started walking over toward me. And I'm like, this is Dr. J. He comes closer and closer and closer. And he stands right next to me. And I was shocked. I had watched men on the court play ball and you look at the TV and you dream of being out there. You look at how tall they are. And so I had something in my mind that wasn't true. He stood next to me and you could barely tell the difference in our size. I was shocked because I had been seeing myself smaller than I really was for years. I'm looking at his greatness and he turned to me and I didn't identify he was looking at my greatness. See, sometimes we're celebrating who walked in the room. Well, we should be celebrating who's already in the room. See, I'm not talking about being arrogant. I I'm talking about people who see themselves as grasshoppers. And when they were getting ready to go and take the land, the children of Israel, they went into the land of Canaan and they began to go through the land and they began to talk about the giants. And they said, uh, we are as grasshoppers in their eyes. Well, when did you get their eyes? Jesus, how you know how they see you? It ain't how they see you. It's how you see you. It's how you see you. That's the real problem. The real problem was never with how they saw me. It was how I saw me. I was playing smaller 
than I really was. There's some people watching, you playing smaller than you really are. I come against that mindset. I come against everything they said about you. I come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You got more size than you demonstrate. You got more size than what you demonstrate. You got greatness in you that you won't even accept. You, you won't even accept what God has placed in you. And, and you've been, oh, Jesus, help me. You have been doing things to ruin your own potential. You've been sabotaging you. A self-sabotaging spirit will keep you in this place this place that, that causes you to suffer even when God has placed great treasure on the inside of you. I said, God, I'm looking at this man, this young boy, and I'm saying he's suffering because he has allowed their perception to become the lens through which he sees his life. Could it be that you are looking through a lens that was clouded by somebody else's perception? Could, could it be, could it be you looking at your life and saying what you cannot be? And God is saying, why can't you be what I've given you the seed for? I want you to hear me. Why can't you be what I've given you the seed for? The potential is there. God said, I just need you to change how you see yourself. I said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, I said you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I said that you can trample upon scorpions and adders, young lions and dragons. I said you shall trample them under your feet. Uh, why are you allowing what they said to cloud your lids? Oh, Jesus. I dare somebody to say I'm motivated to stand up. I'm motivated to stand up because I'm no longer concerned with fitting in. I'm not trying to look like you. I'm not trying to dress like you. It's all right if I stand out in the line. As a matter of fact, I was called to stand out in the line. I was called to stand out in the line. Where are the people that came with a spirit of expectation? You're not looking for nobody to preach you up. Uh, you, you came with a spirit of expectation. Would you make some noise in this room right now? We can ready to drive a spirit out of this place. Oh, Jesus. Come on, we get ready to drive a devil out of here.
I'm declaring there's greatness on the inside of you. I don't care who looked you over. I don't care who looked over you. I'm telling you right now, there's greatness on the inside of you. Your daddy might have rejected you. Now, sometimes, I'm going to be honest right now. Sometimes it's the church that rejects you. (sighs) Jesus. Now, sometimes the people with the oil can be surfaced too. Jesus. Samuel showed up with the oil. He said, surely this must be the next king. And God said, oh, you looking on the outer appearance now. Sometimes the anointed people don't even look like much. David was handsome, but he didn't look like a king. He didn't fit the size and the stature of one. But they couldn't see the size of his heart. Oh. I'm talking about somebody with heart. Hmm. Somebody with heart. I don't care how big you are. How big is your heart? See, we we often look at the size of an individual, but it's really the heart. And, And God said, David is a man that is after my heart. He got a he got a God size heart. bothers me that sometimes it's Samuel. Oh, Jesus. The one whose words never fall to the ground. Sometimes it's Samuel. And it makes me assess me. I say, is it I that is looking surface? And this is when we all start to ask the question, God, is it? Is it the one that's anointed? That's not seeing it right. And the Lord has to come to him and say, that ain't them. That's you. That's you. It's the way that you see it. That's the problem. 
Remember how you used to see you. Remember how you used to see you. You used to see you through the lens of what they said about you. I believe that there's somebody watching right now. You are about to stand up like you have never stood up before. I don't want, I don't want you to let nothing stop you from standing up. Sometimes it's the critique of people. And you say, I don't want to tell my testimony because I may stumble over some words. I don't want to go live and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And you say it is because you're letting their lens affect you. You see yourself the way they see you. It is causing you not to be as big as you really are. You're bigger than what you're playing. This is not about arrogance. It's not about pride. This is about you accepting who you are. Accept who you are right now. Say, I, I'm bigger than what I've been playing. I, I, I'm bigger than what I've been playing. Come on, say it one more time. I'm bigger than what I've been playing. Oh, Jesus. I wonder what they're going to think about me if I start doing that. If I start doing that, people just going to say this and they're going to say that. And, and The Lord said, so you worried about what they going to say? Why are you worried about what they going to say? They going to say something anyway. So why don't you let them talk about you being too big for their class? Oh, she, I would rather them talk about me being too big than to talk about me. Let, let, let them talk about you. Because I believe God is about to skip you. I believe that God is about to accelerate you. I believe that God is about to make up for what they did to you. Ah, oh, Jesus. I believe that God is about to make up for that. I promise to you right now. I prophesy to you right now. That God is about to make up. Every grade. You're about to make up for it. Because of the anointing that's upon every grade. Some of you, you're about to catch up with your class. Some of you are about to pass your class. Yeah. Some of you are going to look back on your class and say, here is the path. Here is the way. You feel like you've been left behind? There are many that feel that way. But what did the word say?
the first shall be last and the last shall be first you get ready to accomplish some things in your life that people with a master's degree you get ready to hire some people that got a doctrine degree they're about to be on your payroll why because you're about to accept your size somebody shout i accept it i accept it i accept it i accept it i'm not gonna dumb it down no more i know what god has placed on my life there's a prophetic anointing that's upon me oh Jesus. God called me to be a business owner. I'm not an employee anymore. I know that y'all don't like it because I walk in here like a boss. I know y'all don't like it because I pulled up and I wasn't riding nothing nice yet. But I started driving like I saw in my vision. Oh, Jesus. They ain't gonna like you. They not gonna like you. They not gonna like you. They not gonna like you uh, because you see what God Stand up all around the room. Ora mandabashi. Ora sente andaba. Ora bashi andabareke. They not gonna like you. Because of the anointing that's upon your life. They're not going to like you because you're about to stand up in the line. Uh, and you're going to keep your back straight this time. Uh, you say, I, you're going to say, I'm not going to cower down. Uh, I'm not going to bend over. Uh, I'm not going to shrink myself. Uh, you're going to have to be all right uh, with me being in the line and being this big. Uh, you about to adjust. You about to adjust. You about to adjust. I'm not going to pray that God don't allow me to grow no more. I'm going to pray that God make you grow some more. I'm about to pray for you that you get bigger than what you are. Oh, Jesus. I believe that there's some mindset shifting in this place right now. There's... I'm motivated. I'm motivated to stand up again. I'm going to stand up again. I'm going to stand up again. Talk about me. Say I'm too tall. Say I'm too big, but I promise to you I'm not going to shrink. I'm not going to shrink in this moment. Talk about what you don't like about me. That's okay. That's okay. Because the hand of God has shaped me. And I'm not going to stop being who God called me to be. Yes! Yes! Yes!
every word that I just shared with you is the unadulterated truth. Hey, so it's what I lived. It's what I lived. started to walk around and say, I ain't nothing. I'm not much. Arrested for strong on robbery. I said I'm not much they're so much smarter than me they're so much better than me they're so much bigger than me and the whole time God was saying accept Accept who I called you to be. Ah, because I didn't make no mistakes with you. And once you realize it, you're going to become a bad boy. Yeah, there's going to be a heavy anointing that's going to rest on you. Lives going to be changed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 